Welcome to track number 12 of Life in the Church. I am sharing about um, five statutes of loyalty. And I'm sharing about, um, from my book here, Leaders and Loyalty. So, how many don't have one? Leaders and Loyalty. How many don't have one of these books? Okay, you, can you look up everybody? How many do not have one of these? Can I see your hand? Okay, so get one. Do we have some at the back? Alright. A statute is like a law or a rule or a principle that happens. Amen. And uh, you must uh, sort of know them and remember them. Amen. Number one, write this down. No matter what you do, some people will be disloyal. No matter what you do, some people will be disloyal. Amen. No matter what you do, some people will be disloyal. That's the first statute. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter what you teach, you know, no matter how you try to prevent it, no matter how you explain to people what it means to be disloyal, even if you are standing by the gates of hell and you show them that this step you are going to take is into hell, still there will be people who will go into hell. Is that not so? Maybe it may sound fatalistic to you like it's hopeless or it's helpless. But, you see, I remember some years ago, a pastor pointed his finger at me and he said, I don't care what principles you are using in your church and what kind of ideas you have. But you are not greater than Jesus. That's what he said to me. And he said, no matter what kind of rules and principles you are using, you will have a Judas. And he pointed his finger to, I'll never forget when he pointed his finger, he said, you are not greater than Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ why, why, why are people disloyal? Many times people have reasons. This one says, oh, you know, I don't like the way this is being done. Uh, the pastor, I don't like the way he's using the money. He has bought a Mercedes Benz. I don't like this. I don't like that. So many things. A lot of times people are disloyal over money. You know, especially those who do not give money. They are usually the ones who make most noise about money. Amen. But, Jesus had a very good system. All the people who worked for him were blessed. He had promised them houses, mansions, future uh, retirement packages. 
when they go to heaven, they will be in crowns, thrones. I mean, everything was very rosy and organized for the future. Is that not so? And yet, in spite of that, somebody was disloyal. And that's why in John chapter 6, verse 70, it says, Jesus answered them and said, Have not I chosen you? Twelve, John six verse seventy. Have not I chosen you twelve? And one of you is a devil. Huh? Have not I chosen you? He spake of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for it was he that should betray him, being one of the twelve. Amen. Jesus asked a very important question. Have not I chosen you? In other words, am I not the one who did the choosing? You know sometimes you can choose and you made a mistake. Many people have married. They chose and after marrying for a little while, they look at the thing and they said, I wonder whether I've chosen the right thing. And, and, and they, they really question whether they've married the right person. And they wonder, ah, me, no, I didn't pray enough. Me, ah, I was thinking of marrying this person because of visa or papers. Me, now, I, 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 I was marrying this person because I was desperate. Me, I married this person because I was getting old. Me, I married this person because I was too young and I didn't think about it properly. Me, I married this person. I should have married my first boyfriend. Oh, I should have married my second boyfriend. I should have married my third boyfriend. I knew that John would have been better than James. I knew that James would have been better than Michael. I knew that Michael would have been better than Peter. I wish I had married Peter. Oh, why did I make a mistake? But often, often, they are all the same anyway. I lose. We blame ourselves because in the choosing, we know that sometimes, you know, when we are choosing, we have so many things in our minds. And you are not sure whether the choosing was the right kind of choosing. Maybe Emmanuel will choose Pearl after church. It may be, you see, I'm not sure whether I'm choosing her because Bishop used us as an example and so so I wish he hadn't used us as an example but if I had known that he was going to use us as an example I'd have prayed about it you know so you become confused about your choice because you chose and because you are prone to make a mistake so Jesus asked a question am I not the one who did the choosing me am I not the one who did the choosing am I not the one who did the choosing I selected like one two three four five six I prayed from the night till the morning then I chose one, two, three, four. And yet, I said, and yet, somebody is turning into a devil. <laughs> so that's the first statute of this life that no matter what you do, somebody will be disloyal. So pray that it's not you. I'm telling you, no matter what we say at camps. 
I can say a thousand different things in a thousand. No, I can preach and preach and preach. Still, some people, some people will be disloyal. Oh yeah. I can preach this like we can do examinations on loyalty and dislike. We can do everything we know how to do. We can show people, we can explain, we can give them examples. Say, you see this person, you become like this. You see this person, this is how you be. You see this, this are still. It's like heaven and hell. You can preach and preach and preach. Still, people still go to hell. You explain to them, say, brother, even on their deathbed, they speak in anger. And rebellion against God and go to hell. I don't care. I don't care. So pray, and, and that's what that's what I'm saying. You must really pray that it is you. It is not you. Amen. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 6, verse 12. You know, I want you to be turning very quickly and make sure you get a copy of the book immediately after church. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray. And he continued all night in prayer. And when it was day, he called unto him his disciples. And of them he chose twelve, whom also he named apostles, Simon. And he went on Andrew, James, Thomas, and Judas, the brother of James, and Judas Iscariot, which also was the traitor. As the person next to you, are you the next Judas? As the person next to you, are you the next Judas? Tell the person, introduce yourself now if you are the next Judas, because I don't want you to be my friend. Hallelujah. So you realize that no matter what we teach, because sometimes people get surprised, especially maybe they say, oh, but this guy is very close. He's, he's very close to the bishop. But very close to Pastor Richard. Why did he do that? I remember one time when one of our pastors went off on a tangent and was saying all sorts of things. You know, if I was not there, and Reverend Saki was not around, and Pastor Hedy was not around. He was the next person who would be around to, to be in charge of the whole church. He, he was very close and very even related, even related by blood. And suddenly one day, he was off on a tangent, saying all sorts of things, leaving. And, and one of the things he said, he said, I've worked at the highest level of Lighthouse. I've worked at the highest level. I'm an insider. No matter who, how, close, where, what, there will be people who will be disloyal. It happened to my master, my savior. It's not a, I remember one day a church came up in Ghana and the pastors got up and started teaching and they said, one of the signs of the calling of God is that people stay with you. And that one of the signs that you are not called is that people leave. Oh yeah. And I had a dear bishop friend and pastors were always living, 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 living. Oh. And these other guys who came up, nobody was living there. They were very strong. 
And they came and stood You see a sign of poor leadership. A sign of poor leadership. I'll be turning to Psalm 41 quickly whilst you are uh, listening to me. <laughs> a sign of poor leadership. <laughs> Amen. A sign of poor leadership. Are you there in Psalm 41? Hmm? Let's look at verse 9. Yay! My own familiar friend. Huh? In whom I trusted. Which did eat of my bread. Has lifted up his heel against me. Huh? This is a prophecy about Jesus in the Psalms. My own familiar friend who ate bread with me, he's lifted up his heel against me. Not somebody far, not somebody distant, somebody that close has lifted up his heel against me. And so people have it in their mind that, what do you call it, that? A sign of bad leadership or something is going wrong. That is why people are leaving. So I remember this church. The pastors were very strong. And I remember sitting there and said, It's a sign of poor leadership and that something is wrong that people would leave or somebody would leave. Somebody would leave. So we were all there. Life was going on. Life was going on. Then one day I met the assistant. Is he not a distant assistant of these guys who said that the sign of poor leadership. I met the first assistant. So I asked, asked, asked him, "Where is your pastor?" At all, he has traveled. The way he even waves them, he has traveled. <laughs> he has traveled. <laughs> And I said, so, but how is the church? So, oh, people are blessed. The church is growing. He said, in fact, when he travels, when the senior pastor travels, people are blessed. <laughs> and there is joy. He, you, this is how he, he, he was telling his like People are blessed. There is joy. And there is liberty. And the spirit is moving. And then he continues. And when he comes back, people are annoyed. This was the assistant pastor. In fact, when the senior pastor speaks and this guy also comes on the pulpit, the guy was a powerful teacher. One day I was talking to the guy. I was sitting in the sitting room with that. These this same people are blessed. There is joy. There is liberty. That guy. I was sitting with him. And I was t- talking to him. And he was very angry. I said, why are you angry? He said, I, we went uh, to somewhere. To the, this uh, bishop who uh, 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 they said that he has bad leadership. And he doesn't have good anointing. That's why people are leaving. And. And, he, and I said, what, what are you so? And he said, you see, the guy, he just talks by heart. I said, what did he say? He said, you see, he said something to my senior pastor. I said, what did he say? 
He said to my senior, he said that he told my senior pastor, he said he told my senior pastor that there are two Goliaths. <laughs> there are two Goliaths in your church. <laughs> Do you know Goliath? <laughs> David and Goliath. He said, there are two Goliaths. There are two Goliaths in your church. And one day these two Goliaths will rise up to fight against you. And he asked that because there were two, these were the two men. So he said, Who are these two Goliaths? Who are these? He was one of the Goliaths. Who are the two Goliaths? What does he mean by that? What does, blah, blah, blah. Then he continued and he said, We are so close. Nothing can break us. Oh, yeah. He said to me, He said, Even when you talk about even between our families and our wives and husbands, and we talk about everything, we even talk about sex. That's what he said. We even talk about sex. We are very close. I said, eh? He said, you can't just come amongst us and divide us like that. It cannot, it does not work like that. We are too close. But the pastor prophesied that too. There are two Goliaths. Yes. <laughs> See, when a father is speaking, you must be careful. I tell you, this my same person who said he they were so close that even their families and they talk about everything. Then I met him and he said, When he, when the pastor has traveled, there is joy and there is liberty, and people are blessed. And when he comes back, people are annoyed. <laughs> The Goliath was beginning to wake up. And he did not see that the prophecy was now beginning to happen live. My own familiar friend, my own relative, my own person I eat with, my own closest person, number three, number two, number what, number whatever, my own is rising up. Because nobody is better than Jesus. And if it happened to Jesus, it doesn't mean Jesus was so anointed. It does not mean Jesus did not have good leadership principles. It does not mean that something... And when a person comes and says, I'm an insider. I've worked at the highest level. And when he will give you a proverb that when a crocodile comes from under the water and tells you that there's a snake there, you have to believe it. Because he is from under the water. But it's one of the statutes of disloyalty and disloyalty. That no matter what you do, no matter what big anointing you are carrying, no matter how good your leadership is, no matter how straight everything is, no matter how perfect it is, no matter how good you are, no matter how kind you are to people, no matter how you help people, no matter how you promote, no matter how much liberty you get. For instance, we have a lot of liberty in our church. I hardly come to Switzerland. Everybody flows along and does whatever pastors it's your ministry you are developing yourself you are growing you have an opportunity to do the work of god which you would not have if you were probably in another system as lay people who are doing whatever it's a blessing but no matter how much liberty no matter what you say what you do still somebody will be disloyal not not only today but in the years to come you watch in this same lighthouse we will teach it and teach it and teach it and in the years to come you still see that someone say, ah, this man, what is wrong with him? Has he not heard? And say he has heard. One day, 
we were having a discussion on loyalty and disloyalty then one of the pastors one of the pastors stood up and he said uh, this loyalty and disloyalty thing here I think we should just be praying for ourselves and I said why he said there was a pastor here anytime we have a discussion on loyalty and disloyalty he stands up to explain it to us and today he's off away in the manger (laughs) so it is something that you must realize that it's it's just there whatever you say jimmy pastor jimmy can teach about uh, 37 reasons of loyalty and disloyalty 49 signs 50 whatever 100 days still somebody will do it Number two, teachings on teachings is immunization against disloyalty. Teaching, you know, preaching and teaching. So you ask yourself, why am I preaching and why am I teaching about loyalty and disloyalty? Because it is a form of immunization. So teaching is immunization. All right. You understand? Teaching and preaching. Or when you hear teaching and preaching, it is immunization. Amen. Against loyalty and disloyalty. Against disloyalty. Are you, are you understanding this point? It is a form of teaching because Satan works through deception. Hallelujah. And deception is a very strong force. But when you teach, knowledge comes. And fewer people are deceived. But even though you teach, some are still deceived. Because deception is very strong. Do you understand? I used to think, people, if people know about heaven and hell, they won't go to heaven and hell. It's not true. Reinhard Bonke, I recently had a miracle where somebody rose from the dead. And came back from hell. I watched the video. You, people will disbelieve it. And Jesus said it. If somebody rises from the dead, and come, you will not believe it. You will not believe it. If, if, if a brother comes up, stand up brother. If this brother stands up and says that, I went to hell. Uh, you went to hell. hell. And then you saw some things there. Yes, please. A lot of things. A lot of things. You believe? Nobody believes it. <laughs> so it's okay. Don't tell them again. All right? You just be cool. Let them read the Bible for themselves. Still, but teaching is immunization is like uh, what do you call it? What are some of the immunizations we have? The vaccination, yeah. Polio, chickenpox, no, smallpox, chickenpox, malaria. Do you have immunization against malaria? No. Yellow fever tuberculosis tetanus don't you give your children all these vaccinations immunization immunization means to make your immune response immunity respond but in spite of the fact that we are giving all these there are still people getting tuberculosis there are still people getting polio there are still people getting all these diseases in spite of the fact that we keep immunizing them I recently saw a child 
I recently saw a child with measles who has been immunized against measles. <laughs> Is that not so? You have children who have been immunized. Somebody else wants to preach? Please, can we have one voice? Amen. We recently had a child who has been immunized and still. So you can be immunized, but when there is immunization, much less, much, much less. So that is why in our church, we have some people being disloyal, but it's much, much less than other places, than many other places. But it doesn't prevent it completely. It cannot. Amen. And as you keep hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, God is trying to wake up your immune response. So that when the thing is happening, you say that, Hey, this thing! And that takes us to the third important statute of loyalty. Is that teachings. Your teachings on loyalty. Are you writing notes? Okay. Your teaching. This is the next point, number three. Your teachings on disloyalty must be remembered in the hour of temptation. Your teachings on disloyalty and loyalty must be remembered in the hour of your temptations. Amen. Huh? Are you there? Now, it's good for us to be in the church and they ask you, what are the laws of uh, loyalty and disloyalty? Amen. What are the, what are the reasons for this? Uh, what are the stages of loyalty? What are the stages of loyalty and disloyalty? Stage one is what? An independent spirit. Is that not so? Stage two is what? Offenses. Stage three is what? People become passive. First, they are independent. Espirito independiento. Then they are offended. Is that not so? People are offended. They are hurt. Then the stage three is what? They become passive. They become cool. It's like, I don't want to get in. I don't want any problem in this church again. So, um, I've decided that um, I won't say anything again. About anything anymore. Isn't it? When I made a suggestion, I didn't enjoy the way they were speaking to me. So, I've decided that I won't say anything again. <laughs> that is, you become passive. And stage four is what? Critical. You start to criticize. Is that not so? You start to criticize. Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? Why are you taking two of it? Why are you doing that? Where is this? What about that? Why not this? This, this, that, 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 and so on. To criticize. And what's the next stage? Political. Political stage. Where you start to talk to people. So what do you think about that? So a lot of people are saying, but a lot of people are not happy in the church. Uh, Pastor, uh, Pastor Robert, a lot of people are not happy. Say, I don't want to tell you. You don't know what I had to tell them. You stabilize them. A lot of people are not happy at all. Political stage. What's the next stage? Deception. Well, you now, be, you now begin to think that you are doing God a favor. When you are fighting, Jesus said, at time will come, people, when people are killing you, they will think they are doing God's service. You are now sure of yourself when you are wrong. That means you are deceived. Huh. And what's the last stage? 
open rebellion. Open rebellion. Where you openly stand up and say, look, enough is enough. We are tired. And then you walk out. And you just re- open. Sometimes you even rebuke your pastor. Say things openly. You tell your wife, don't mind him. You tell your husband, he's a foolish man. You, tell, you speak about your pastor and say, look at this stupid guy. Come on, let's go to another. This is the only church in the world. I don't enjoy it. And then you, you are going. <laughs> and what's the last stage? Execution. Eh? So now, ladies and gentlemen, your teachings on loyalty and the things you've heard, it's not just a teaching you put in your head, but in the hour of temptation. Remember all these things. Remember that, ah, is it not stage three? Am I not in stage three now? <laughs> am, I not, am I not in stage three? Am I not moving to stage four? Is this not the way we are having this meeting here? Is it not a political something? <laughs> it's important for you to remember. Because for the teachings, they will come, we will hear them. But there is a time that you will be manifesting that very thing. The thing will be happening live. It will be happening. I remember this guy, he, he will stand up and explain. And you see, the, one of my pastors stood up. He said, look, if Pastor so-and-so was here at this teaching on loyalty, he would stand up and then explain the thing to us. And emphasize whatever is being said. And I remember a day that we had a meeting. The guy stood up and he's very passionate. And explain the thing. In fact, the first other pastor who ever taught on loyalty and disloyalty, the most disloyal person I've ever seen. He taught it himself. And yet, when the time came, we went to church one day. He said, the church is, he's, the church is now changing. Well, what is changing? And when we went to the church, the church, yellow and black colors, he has painted over. And we said, where is light? When we got there, the church was there. Where is Lighthouse? He said, the Lighthouse is having a joint service. With which church? So then he mentioned another name. So what church is that? So it's a church. So the church, so like, it's like the church Lighthouse has become a joint church with another church. <laughs> So Reverend Zaki said, okay. All those who are in Lighthouse should come. And he had talked to all the people. About five people got up and followed Reverend Zaki. They just walked out of the church. Only about five people went. Of the whole church. Of a hundred people. Because he had talked to them, 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 talked to them. And this is a guy who used to explain loyalty and disloyalty. He used to explain loyalty and disloyalty. He took a whole church. painted it. Loyalty must be remembered in the hour when you start to behave like a, a fool or a rebel. Start to wake up and say, Hey! The thing is happening to me. Oh. It's not easy when it's happening to you. But I can see that it's happening to me live. I've begun to have a spiritual critical. Critical. When you talk like that, I've become critical. 
I'm not analyzing the preaching. I'm not analyzing the this. Why is it that that? Why is this this? I prefer this preacher. I don't like this one. Why don't we have this? Why don't we have, why don't we have miracles? When you have a church, then you do miracles. You get what I'm saying? You do miracles. It's so, ah, we, we enjoy it when uh, people are staying under the power. When you are the pastor, Anita, then you slay everybody every Sunday. Okay? Just be slain. No problem. But don't criticize the pastor, please. You got to remember. I said, you got to remember. And I'm telling you that because you will be tempted. It's, it's coming. It's just a, it's, you can't walk with God without being tempted. Especially if you are going to be great. Satan will come for you. Oh, yes. Especially if God is going to use you. Oh, man, I promise you. He will come. Strongly, he will come your way. Say, look. And suddenly, and haven't you seen something? You have somebody who is faithful for a long time. But suddenly, ah, this person is going, ah, why? He said this, this, that, and that, and this. Ah, what is this new thing? Where is this thing coming from? And that's why I started by telling that no matter what, and you must remember in the hour, in the hour, in the hour, in the hour, you must tell yourself, look, this thing, eh, this is not a small thing, oh. And I tell you, Satan is not resting. When I go, Satan will come to you and try, talk to you, this and that. Especially as you rise in the church and it's look as if you are going to be used by God. Or even as, especially those of you who are going to be pastors, those who of you are going to be working, and those of you who are already pastors, he will come for you. He will come talk to you. Say, <laughs> you know, this and that, that and that, this and that, that and that, that, so many things. That's when you must remember. That's when in the hour. Now look at uh, Luke 22. Luke chapter 22 verse. We're going to read from verse 31. I want to be more like you. Jesus. I want to be more like you. I wanna be more like Jesus. Wanna be a vessel you work through. I wanna be more like you. Jesus, I I wanna be more like I wanna be more like Jesus. I I want to be more, I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be a vessel you are I want to be more. Uh, now, Luke chapter 22. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you. That he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee. Now, you see, like I am standing here and I'm telling you, uh, uh, Satan would like to tempt you. And then some of you yawn. <gasps> it's like what I'm saying does not even register. <laughs> You don't even understand what I'm saying. 
but I have prayed for you. <sighs> that thy faith fail not. When thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Because you can be disloyal and you can come back. So when you come back, I know you are going to go through a spell, but when you come back, strengthen your brethren. <sighs> then he said unto the Lord, <laughs> I am ready to go with you. <laughs> Both into prison, prison, and then to death. Me, I said, you have me, I'll leave the church. Me, I would stay, even if it's prison. I will go. Even if it's death, I am in the church till I die. Somebody said, somebody said, straighten this place in the church because when I die, and they are bringing my coffin. I don't want somebody to fall. Because I'm going to be in the church until I die. That's exactly what Peter was saying. He said, he said, me. <laughs> I'm here till I die. Even prison, I'm with you. Jesus. How many are how many are with the church? How many are part of the church? Oh, only this side is part of the church. Oh, good. How many are with me? How many are with me? How many are against me? Even if you are against me, you can't raise your hand. <laughs> Bishop, we've been following you for some years. We, we know that, I mean, you are the type of person that we are looking after now. I mean, we have been searching for somebody that we can be entrusting ourselves with. And we are now assured that, I mean, after so many years and other things, we are now sure that this is you that we are actually proud of. You <laughs> see, Bishop, we are actually, you see, we are going to stay with you. You say we are going to prison. We are going with you. <laughs> He said you are going to die. So we are also going to die. The same experience that you are, we are going with you to the fire correctly, completely. It's easy to speak like that. So what happened? You know the story. I think we should read the story. Are you there? Let's continue. What's the next verse? Go on. And he said unto them, Yeah, go on. All right, all right. Then let's go on to verse uh, 40, um, 47. And while he yet spake, when he was giving this temptation, and while he yet spake, behold, a multitude, and he that was called Judas, that the one of the pastors, one of the twelve, he went before them, and he drew near unto Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said unto him, Judas, betrayest thou the Son of Man with a kiss? 
But when they were about him, they saw that what would follow. They said unto the Lord, Shall we smite with the sword? And one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. And Jesus answered and said, Suffer ye that's fine. He touched his ear and healed him. You see, even the healing cry should have made them afraid to continue what they are doing. That's why I said that I, no matter what you do, eh, you see, as some people, it's like we are determined to perish. We are going. We are fools and we know we are fools and we shall be fools. Some of you don't have children. So you don't know that when a person is a child, a person can be so stubborn. And you can say and say and say and the child will do what is wrong and grow up and one day be crying and say, oh, I wish I'd visit my father. My father told me I should do this. My father told me I should do this. If I had done this, this would have been this. If I had taken this serious, if I... How many have experienced that in your life? You, you were told clearly in your life and you still felt you knew better. And now, your life is different. And there's nothing you can do about it. Amen. And one of them smote the high priest and he was healed. Verse 52. And Jesus said unto the high priest and captains of the temple and the elders which were come to him, But ye come out as against a thief with sword and steel. I was daily with you. Verse 54. Then they took him. They led him and brought him into the high priest's house. And Peter, Peter followed. Remember when he was shown, he said, I'll be with you. You said you are going to prison. I'm coming to. Then they took him. And led him and brought him to the high priest's house and pillowed for already he has started to become a bit further afar. Now he, the, the stages of disloyalty were coming. He was now a bit not so sure about all these things. When you are too fanatical and preaching too much, sometimes you can be arrested. It, it's not always appropriate. You don't have to be arrested. A pastor who is arrested is not the right thing. A pastor who is arrested is not cause. Oh, I'm still with you, but I am, I am balancing things. I don't enjoy arresting. <laughs> Verse 55, And when they had killed the fire in the midst of the hall and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the person. Ah! It seems that I've seen you somewhere before. It seems that I've seen you at a certain place. And earnestly looked upon him and said, This man was also with him. And he denied himself. Listen to me, woman. I don't know what you are saying about. What are you saying? Pardon? Me? Have you seen my face before? I'm not, I'm not the one. <laughs> I'm not the one at all. A lot of people say I look like somebody. I'm not the one at all. I'm not the one. <laughs> you got to remember what your teachings, your things you said, your letters you wrote, the things you said. Oh, my father, my father. Oh, I believe in you. I will stay with you. I will never even prison. Try and remember all those things. Try and remember. Remember. Remember you yourself the things you taught. Remember you yourself the things you said. Remember the things that you knew. That 
is when to remember, not today. Today is nice. When I'm preaching, you're what you say what prison it's not the problem I'll stay with you I'll stay with you I'll stay with you you say what prison and whatever loyalty the stages of a so whatever this independent and what it's not a problem at all You say what I said, independent, something, something, political, something. Oh, it's not a problem at all. Me, I'm not like that. I'm not like that. <laughs> In the hour, you see, that's the test that you, you must remember because he will come for you. Satan will come for you. And when he comes for you and the thing is now taking you, the wave is now taking you, say, hey, this thing, I know. Look, when I, whenever I go to the beach and my mother always tell, has told me, be very careful of the sea. And she always told me, and I, we always knew, because we used to go to the beach a lot with my mom. And she always used to say that people very good swimmers. This person has drowned, this person has drowned, this person has drowned. And I remember recently I was in South Africa, I was talking to a guy who was a diver, and he was explaining to me what happens at the beach. He said, the waves are coming like this. But as you go in, there is a place just at the point. There's, there is a current that if they see this, the waves are coming this way, there's a current that is going like this. And it is not on the top. It is a little below. And so when, when you hit that current, it takes you another. Like you may be a very good swimmer. And then it takes you. And if you struggle with it, that's it. That if it happens that you call it, you just flow with it like that. It will bring you up very very strong and I always imagine that current it's like something that you take so even though I can swim I'm afraid of that thing and anytime I go to I'm af- I always remember that thing say hey where is the place where that thing begins to happen <laughs> I'm afraid of that thing I don't want that thing to happen to me I'm afraid of it I'm afraid of it and I stay as far as I can because I remember, I, say, I hear that there is a current is stronger than the strongest swimmer. No matter who, if it were not that those days be shortened, even the elect will be lost. Because the deception, Satan's power is deception. And somebody who deceives the whole world. Don't, 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 don't sit and just laugh and say, um, no, you can't take it like that. You must know that there are things you may be wild, you may be good, you may be strong, you may be this, you may be that. But there are strong currents that are stronger. You may be in that system for 10 years. And then suddenly Satan will begin to try to pick you up. And he knew that sometimes he, he wants to lead you to a high place and then knock you down from that high place. So be careful. Are you, I hope you are getting what I'm saying. Yeah. Then, woman I know him not. Verse 58. After a little while, another saw him and said, Thou art also of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. Tell three people, Man, I am not. Man, I am not. Man, I am not. (laughs) Now he said, I am not a member. A few verses earlier, I said, I'll go to the prison. We are going. I'm going. 
Is it dying? I'm going to die. Now he said, woman, I am not. First, notice the first one. Woman, I am not. <laughs> 57. Woman, I know him not. The second one. Man, I am not. I am not. I don't belong. I'm not part. I don't know him from anywhere. You say what? I don't know. Huh? Shut up! I don't know him. Verse 58. And after a little while, another saw him and said, Thou art also of them. I know. Verse 59. About the space of one hour after, another confidently affirmed saying, Of a truth, this fellow <laughs> also is a member. For he is a Galilean. And Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. I don't know what you are. What you, what are we say what? What are you saying? Something, something. Jesus, what you say? You say what? His name is what? Me? I don't have any. I'm not included in that. Uh, I don't know. Isn't that amazing? I always remember the sea. That current. People who can swim far and they are very good and strong swimmers are taken by that current. And this guy was telling me he's a professional diver. He goes deep underground, scuba diving with whatever. He said that that thing in the Atlantic Ocean. He said the Atlantic is a very dangerous ocean. That's the, the ocean that we have in West Africa. And when you go to Panama, we have the two oceans, Atlantic and Pacific. Pacific is very cool. You see, there's a different kind of sea. That's why it's called Pacific, pacified. It's passive, very cool. You know, the waves are not, but the Atlantic is strong, moving, moving, moving. Very, even when you are flying over the Atlantic, the, the, it can blow the plane back by two or three hours delay. Just blowing on the, the wind on the Atlantic. Not a small thing. So sometimes you are going to America to take you 10 hours. And then when you are coming, it can take you 8, 7 hours. And sometimes the flight is very short. Because the wind will blow you. I've come from America to whatever, 5 hours. Almost like a Concord. But it's not a Concord. 5 hours. But the wind is strong. Pray you don't fall into any such wind. And when you fall into the wind... Remember, remember, remember. Tell people, remember, 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 remember. In the hour of your temptation. Hallelujah. Are you enjoying the statues of loyalty? All right. The next one. A loyal person does not destroy what he builds. A loyal person does not destroy what he builds. If you have any sense about you, when you have spent your time building a church, you don't get up after and start destroying it. Amen. Galatians chapter 2 verse 18. Let's read Galatians chapter 2 verse 18. Galatians chapter 2 verse 18. It says, For if I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. Amen.
Are, are you there? Galatians 2 verse 18. If I build what I destroy, I make myself a transgressor. And align that verse. If I build what I destroy, I make myself a transgressor. In other words, you don't build and destroy at the same time. Or you make yourself a stupid person. The same thing that I build, I am destroying. The same thing that I destroy, I get up and I build. Are you not a fool? You went and collected blocks and made, started building a house. When you got to the roofing level, you got up and then you broke it down. Then the next day you start again. And I'm building it again. Then after you come and break it down. Nobody here must decide to destroy a church which you have helped to build. All of us here are helping to build a church. All of us here are helping to build the church, whether it's called Lighthouse or Gublygob International Ministry. Gublygob and Lighthouse, all are churches. And if you are building the church, do not destroy the church. So I must not get up and stand here and destroy other people's churches. Then I make myself a sinner. Because at the same time I am building the church, and at the same time I'm destroying another church. The Bible says I make myself a transgressor. So I cannot get up and be a part of Lighthouse for many years. Then after I go out of Lighthouse, I come back into Lighthouse to try to scatter the Lighthouse that I have built. And I've helped to build. I've helped to be in the choir. I've helped to pastor the church. I've helped to do so many things in the church. I've given money to help the church. Now I'm coming back to the church to take away the pillars from the church and to take away the building blocks and the windows from the church. The Bible says, if I destroy what I am building, or if I build what I destroy, I make myself a transgressor, which is a sinner. And that is why I am building all churches, not only light out. I am not breaking... When I see somebody who belongs to another church, I'm very careful. Because I cannot be building lighthouse by destroying somebody's church. Amen. And, and all of you here, if ever one day you decide to leave the church, remember that you have contributed to build this church. Some of you have given finances. Some of you have given money. Some of, don't sit back there and use your mouth to spoil what you have used your same mouth to build. The same mouth which you used to invite people, which you used to stabilize people in the church, which you used to bring people and pray for people to keep on building the church. That same mouth must not now start to say, oh, it's a bad thing, it's an evil thing, don't mind them, this and that. You are making yourself into a sinner. Amen. And I'm, I'm reading to you from my book on leaders and loyalty. It's the, the fifth statue of disloyalty. No, you people don't read the books. Get a book and read it. It's not a new thing. This is not a new thing. It's not a new teaching. It's a teaching that has been there. I've taught these things. They are in the books. Pastor Robert, you have helped to build Switzerland. If you wake up tomorrow and you start to misbehave and start to say, look, Lighthouse is well. the new, the latest church is Angel, New Angel Delight Church. And all those in Lighthouse are wrong. I'm an insider. I've worked at the highest level of Lighthouse. I know what is going on. When the crocodile comes from under the water and he says there's a snake there, you must listen to him. And you start, and you start to now, I say, Pastor Robert, are you not making yourself a sinner? What is wrong with you? For so many years, you have stayed in Switzerland, you have built the church, you have done various, are you now coming to spoil the same thing that your hands have helped to build? 
The Bible says, if I build, Galatians 2.18. Let's all read it together. If I build again the things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. Amen. If I build again what I am destroying, I've made myself a sinner. The same thing which I spoiled over here, I'm going to build it here. I'm a transgressor. Ask the people, are you a transgressor? Are you a transgressor? Are you a transgressor? And the last statute of disloyalty, a loyal person is, uh, sorry, your loyalty is first to Jesus Christus. Amen. Paul said in Acts 27 verse 23, Whose I am and whom I serve. You must be loyal to Jesus. Amen. You must be loyal to his commands to you. And ask yourself, is Jesus asking you to destroy his church? Is Jesus asking you to to destroy his little ones? Is Jesus asking you to discredit men of God? Is Jesus asking you to say bad things so that people uh, will not believe in, in God anymore? Is Jesus using you to destroy his church? Is Jesus using you to form political groups? Is Jesus using you to criticize? Is Jesus using... You must be loyal to Jesus. Ask yourself, is this what Jesus did? One time there was somebody who was doing another thing and he was not part of what Jesus, Jesus said, leave him alone. He can he that is not with me is against me. He if anybody who does who does whatever in my name cannot speak lightly against me. Just leave them. You can't just stay. We are destroying this and then we are building this and so on. You must ask yourself, what does Jesus do? How does he do it? That's why these days my most important in fact I can't I don't like Bibles which don't have red printing for the words of Jesus. I, 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 don't, I don't enjoy it anymore. I don't appreciate it. I need a Bible with red letters for the words of Jesus. Because Jesus is so important in what he said. I need to, I need to notice at a point where Jesus is speaking. And I take it differently. What did Jesus do? How did he do it? How did Jesus behave? That's my safest. I don't want to get to heaven and I'm thinking I'm, I'll walk to heaven thinking that <laughs> this, this is the hour of visitation. And then when I get there, when I get there, they say, I hear, I hear a noise. Papa! Not knowing that I have been slapped. Papa! Pa. Oh! I thought I was coming for some reward. And then I'll come and find out that I've made myself into a sinner. I've done things that Jesus wouldn't do. No. I want to do what Jesus did. I want to be loyal to my Savior and my Master. Is my Savior against Pastor Robert? No. Is my Savior against Benny Hinn? No. Is my Savior against Reinhard Bonke? I know Christians, you see, and that's the thing, it's Christians who do these things. Not unbelievers. It's Christians. You must be loyal to Jesus, Mary. If Jesus wouldn't do it, don't do it, please. I don't care if the church is not lighthouse. God is not building lighthouse. God is building his church. And Jesus wouldn't attack. Jesus is for church, the whole church, not just lighthouse. Jesus wouldn't attack the Catholic church. Jesus wouldn't break down the Methodist church. 
Jesus wouldn't attack Benihim. Why would Jesus attack Bonke? Why? Then why are you attacking Bonke? The Bible says, whose I am and who I serve. Who do you serve? Are you serving your own mind and your own feelings and your own stomach? Paul said, whose I am and whom I serve. I serve him and I belong to him. I serve him and I belong to him. That's the one I serve. That's the one I belong to. And that's the one I work for. He's the one who sent me. I, I belong to him. Tell somebody, I belong to him. I serve him. I belong to him. And I'm going to serve him. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands to the Lord. Lord, we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan. Willingly gone in the wrong direction. We've disobeyed your command. Father, forgive us. Spirit, come lead us. Back to the way, back to the truth, back to the foot of the cross. Yeah, show us the ancient path. Oh, lead us along eternal highway. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your rest. Show us, Lord. Show us the ancient path. Oh, lead us along eternal highways. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your rest. Lord, we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan. Mm, willingly gone in the wrong direction. We've disobeyed your command. Father, forgive us, please. Father, forgive us. Spirit, come lead. Back to the way. Back to the way, back to the truth, back to the truth, back to the foot of the cross, back to the foot of the cross. Yeah, show us the ancient path. Lead us along eternal highway. We want to walk in the footsteps of your rest. Show us, Lord. Show us the ancient path. Lead us along eternal highway. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your rest. 
Father, lead us along eternal highways. Lead us, Lord, to really serve you, Jesus, whose you are and whom we serve. We thank you for your great blessing. Your great blessing. Lift your hand and ask the Lord, Lord, help me to remember loyalty in the day of my temptation. Help me, Lord, to remember. Oh, help me not to forget the things I've said, the things I've preached, the things I've believed, the things I've spoken about, the things that I've said are right. Oh, my son, do barandele, mireke, mestere, mestere, thank you father in jesus name amen you may be seated in the presence of the lord what's the first statue on disloyalty and loyalty pardon no matter what you do some people will be disloyal is that not so What's the next statue? Teaching is what? Immunization against dislo- disloyalty. Not against loyalty. It's against disloyalty. Huh? Immunization. That's why we need to teach. Teach it. Teach it. How many realize when you are taught, it helps your mind to think correctly? Isn't it? It helps you. You know, you sort of become more stable. That's why we keep teaching it. Because Satan is also always telling lies. Amen. It's teaching. That's why they are looking for a vaccine for HIV. So that when it happens, when you sleep with somebody and you are getting the HIV, it won't affect you. Because you are immunized. They are trying to get some medicine like that. So that it makes you even stronger and resistant against it. And that's what we are doing. We teach you. We are trying to make you stronger and more resistant against this loyalty. And loyalty against this loyalty, amen. Statute number three must be remembered in the hour of temptation when the thing begins to happen in your life. When you are now offended, what you never thought would happen is happening. They didn't come for my wedding. They didn't come for my outdooring. I thought Bishop would be there. He said he would come, but he didn't come. I thought this would happen, but it didn't happen. I thought when my father died, they would give me something to help me. I thought they would come for my funeral. No one came for my funeral. I thought they would do it. I thought that. I thought when the hour of temptation come, please remember all these things that you said you prison and all those you are prepared to, to go. What's the next statute of this loyal? A loyal person does not destroy what he builds. What you build, you do not destroy. Paul himself said it. I make myself a transgressor. And what's the last statute on this loyalty? Your loyalty is first to Jesus Christ, whose I am and whom I serve. Write it down. Whose I am and whom I serve. And write in capital letters, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I don't belong to anybody. And I belong to Jesus. And I'm going to do what Jesus would do. I'm going to serve Jesus with all of my heart. Amen. Are you excited about loyalty and disloyalty? No, are we excited about loyalty? <laughs> Hallelujah. I always enjoy preaching about loyalty and disloyalty. It's easy to preach about it because it's in the Bible. Amen. It's all over the Bible. 
And uh, it always helps us to be stable and makes us steady on track. Hallelujah. Turn to somebody and say, it's time for breakfast, brother. <laughs> this is the hour. The hour has come. Glorify thy name through thy servant, O God. All right, brother, I'm done. Thank you.